Welcome to Also the Books, a podcast where we discuss the books we are reading, the books we want to read, and even the books we're forced to read. I'm your host, Adam Johnson, a high school English teacher in North Georgia. I spent about a third of my life trying to convince students to read books for class, for fun, and for their own good. Joining me today is Miss Debbie King. Miss King, please say hi to the people and tell them a little bit about yourself. Hey! Well, I am uh, a healthcare science teacher at um, West Hall School. So Adam and I work together, and I've been doing that for years now. Um, I was a nurse, or am a nurse. I hate when people say that. Um, <laughs> I was a nurse and uh, worked at, at the children's hospital before I came to the school. Okay, that is pretty good. So, how long have you been at West Hall? Fourteen years. Okay, so you got there a few, just a few years before I did. I think I yep. got there in '09. So yep. came the same year um, Scott Justice came. Okay, Doctor Aquino. Oh yeah. Okay, some some West Hall stalwarts there. Yep. Um, okay, so the first question is what what book are you currently reading, and how do you how do you read? How do I read? I am a Kindle user. I read on my um, handy handy iPad. Okay. Mostly because my husband is a very early riser, and so he goes to bed early. And if I'm going to read, the lights are going to be off. Hmm. I found that the easiest way to do that is to have my iPad, and then I can just take it wherever I go. So the book I'm reading right now, I'm really reading a Stephen King novel, which I don't do very often, but it was... <clears throat> Recommended by Sharon Qualls. So okay. I thought Sharon Qualls likes a Stephen King book. I'm reading that one. And it's 1963. Yeah, it's called 1963. Oh, is that that is that the um the alternate history of the what may have happened yes. after the JFK shooting? Yeah. yeah. That is that is all my list of, of books to read. Um, yeah, that's what I'm reading right now. Stephen King is a little daunting though. That that book's gotta be what, eight, nine hundred pages? It is. It is. I usually, um, I don't even pay attention to how long a book is. If I feel like I'm going to like it, I'm, I just kind of go with it. Okay. So, and I guess yeah, that, it, it is, it is a good book. That would be helpful to have the Kindle then or the iPad because you're yeah. carrying that and not a thousand page. Yeah. yeah. Which brings okay. me to another reason I use my Kindle is because I was reading the, um, uh, oh goodness, not the Hobbit, the, what is it called? After the Hobbit, the Fellowship of the Ring. Yes. Well, okay. it, I had all of the books in one. Oh, so, okay. And I would fall asleep and smack myself in the face with the book. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh gosh. Um, yeah, those are th- those can be thick books too if they've published them all together. I have a three yep. volume set of those books. Um, okay, and so you're just reading the one book. Right now, I am. I had a book at the school that I'm reading and I was reading. It was um, a lot of times I'll, I'll tend to read all of the, the host of recommended books because they're the ones that we do our competitions with. Um, and so I've got a couple of them I, w- I was reading in my classes, but they're, like I said, I didn't get a chance to finish those. Okay. Um, are you typically a multi-book reader or do you typically focus on one that you're reading for yourself and then maybe mm-hmm. one to the class or... Yeah, I usually have a, I usually will read to whoever I have during my lunch period since we have that extra time. So I'll usually have two books going on at school and then one at home. Okay. 
Is that Stephen King book a book that you would recommend to your students? Or yes, absolutely. Um, I haven't seen anything scary about it yet, so you know it's it's a pretty good book. Oh, that's interesting. So, yeah, Stephen King, known for the the frightening writing. Um, The the book that I've read by him was It, um, and that never read that one. Oh, it it, yeah, gave me the. I mean, the heebie-jeebies. I read, I read Misery, and that scared me half to death. So when the movie came out, my husband wanted to see it, and I said, no, you can go by yourself. Oh, no. No, the book is <laughs> book's bad to enough. Point. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, okay. So what are you planning to read when you finish the Stephen King book? Actually, I am going to read another book um, that's completely different. It's called The Outliers. Oh, um, the story of success. It's by Malcolm Gladwell. I like Gladwell. Uh, my son just finished it. And a lot of times what I'll do is he'll, he'll give me recommendations. And if he really likes the book, cause he really, um, he was one of those kids who started reading at like two and a half years of age. By the time he was, in, he was six, he had a, a 12th grade reading level. And then he just stopped reading. Wow. So as a college student, he started to realize how important reading was. I mean, he struggled you know, he had Miss Qualls and she, you know, tried to get him to read and he would just read enough to, to get by. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, he always got days and stuff, but reading was not anything he did for fun. And now he actually, he and I started a, let's read 12 books in a year um, contest. And so um, that's kind of what we've been doing this year. And so that was the one he's recommended for me to read. So I thought I'd read that one next. So I can kind of flip flop between something fiction and something kind of self-help. Okay. So is the, um, are family members typically how you pick books or what's, what would you say is the method? I don't really have a a method. Um, I, I don't, um, he's really my only child that reads a lot. And so if he makes a recommendation, I know it's going to be a good book. If my husband recommends one and he's not a big reader either, then I would listen to him about a book. But in general, I, I, I actually talked to um, some of my colleagues, mm-hmm. Sharon Qualls, if she tells me, and like a lot of times people will ask her, hey, what, what book do you recommend? And I pay attention to that big time. Yes, she has steered me in, in the right direction a number of times, yeah. um, not just books to read, but also books to teach. Um, yeah. She and I part ways on uh, crime and punishment, but... You know, what, do you okay. like it or not like it? I I confess I got about a third of the way through and <laughs> I realized one. and I was you know, she loves it and Mr. Rainey really loves it and um good good for them. Um I I don't know if I would go for that one. Yeah. Um so you know, it's like I, I saw what he was doing, it just wasn't necessarily my cup of tea. Um so all right. What is the last book you were forced to read? Hmm. Do you know what's really weird? I don't, when I saw that question, I didn't, nothing really comes to mind. I don't ever feel like I was ever forced to read a book. When I was in school, I remember having to read things like Wuthering Heights and Jane Eyre and Mm -hmm. Gatsby and all those things, but I never felt like I was forced. I loved reading them. So I was just one of those kids that reading, um, when we were off school, when I was in high school, I literally could during Christmas break, finish a book a day. Wow. 
So even in, even in college, grad school, other grad school, not being forced to. Yeah, I had to read. Okay. So yeah, the last book I had to read was the A manual. Oh gosh. I remember you emailing me for that. Yeah. Yeah. I had to actually read that whole dang book. I don't. (laughs) <laughs> still don't understand what the professor was thinking making you read that book so hey i got a 97.5 in his class so i'm good with there it. you go there you go um so yeah okay. i have had to read that that was not fun so how'd you motivate yourself to read the apa manual i looked at how much it was worth when i did the assignments that he was putting got it i gotta do these so yes it was worth a lot a lot of points for my grade so okay you know i um, i'm a i'm a grade motivated kid at heart. Okay. So for those keeping track, the APA manual is akin to the MLA manual in that it's about citations and how to write and organize papers and all of that. And so you, you're using that in your, I guess, education classes or mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, my master's class for education. Okay. Um, all right. And so who, let's see, we've talked a little bit about this because yeah. You know, friends and family are sources. So, who are, who are the who are the people that you talk to about books? Well, maybe st- other than friends and family. My students, big time. If I find a book that I love, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it to school. And I think if I see kids reading different books mm-hmm. and I haven't read them, I'll ask them about them a lot of times, and I'll go read that book. In fact, that's how I read The Great Gatsby. Was um, they were. Doing- or in the summertime, I'll ask um, some of my English teacher friends, hey, what are your kids going to have to read next year? And I'll take a copy of it home and read it over the summer. Oh, that's good. Yeah, because I like being able to say to those kids, I read that. I read it because I wanted to read it. Right. They kind of look at you like, what? Yeah. I, well, I, yeah, that's a powerful thing to say is that I read that and I read it because I wanted to. And here's yeah. what I enjoyed about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, I did that with Kite Runner a few years ago. Oh, yeah. That book is, that. that's one of my favorite books to teach. Yeah, I like um, that a lot. Have you read any of his other books? Uh, no, I, ha- I need to, but I haven't. So what the story in the Kite Runner focuses on boys. There right. is a his second book, A Thousand Splendid Sons. You know, I saw some kids reading that, A Thousand so that's his that's his second book and it's about a pair of girls basically um and kind of the same time frame in afghanistan um but looking at them through the lens of marriage laws and um sort of women's rights kind of thing Um, that sounds like it'd be a really good one it really is um and he's got a third book that i haven't i haven't quite read i haven't found the time to to put it on my list to read um i think it's called in the mountains echoed or something like that i think i've seen that too mm-hmm. so yeah this year I, I did a thing where in my freshman world lit class students got to choose the kite runner or a thousand splendid sons and so that was that was good um, how did they like that being able to choose which one they, they read I feel like anytime we can give students choice in what they're doing and, and give them a, an educated guess as to what they can expect from a book in class, they, um, they, they, it helps them to buy in a little bit. Yeah. Um, and so. There's also some responsibility too, because if they don't read it, it's like, well, 
you chose it. Right. Right. And so there must've been something at the very beginning about whatever it is that you read in the first few pages that made you say, okay, this is the book that I want to read. You just got to see how the author ends it. Um, so thank you. You're welcome. We'll see how this, this all kind of turns out and, I think this is great. I want to thank Miss King again for joining me. Tune in next time for book recommendations, another interview, and more. I'd love to hear what you thought of this episode and who you think I should try to interview next. You can contact me on Instagram at mrjohnsonteaches. And to paraphrase Garrison Keeler, be well and read good books. <laughs>